When you experience trauma, you often learn that healthy boundaries don't work. And especially if you grew up in a household where, you know, trauma is a part of your experience in that household, you learn that being clearer with your words and saying no doesn't work. And so as adults, we sometimes have to unlearn these patterns and habits because maybe what was true when you were growing up in the household you were growing up in, maybe that paradigm doesn't fit being an adult, having more choice, more access to resources. As adults, we don't have unlimited access, but we definitely have more agency than when you're a child. Hi, I'm Brim Bamber, and this is the Burnout to Brilliance podcast, where you'll learn how to go from overworked and overwhelmed to a place where you realize your sensitivity is your greatest gift, and you're energized by both your work and your life. Here we go. My name is Bryn Bamber. I'm a mental health professional trained in something called core energetics. And I work primarily with folks who are deeply spiritual. And I am running a sacred goals group with my clients right now. And part of that goal group is doing a journaling exercise every day where they connect to their inner child and then they connect to their higher self. And so what the inner child is, for those of you who are not familiar, is a young part of you. As children, um, as a child, you had to at times choose attachment over authenticity. You had to stay connected to your primary caregivers, your parents, or whoever the primary grown-ups in your life were over your authentic expression. There are many fire trucks on my street, so I am getting a little distracted, but I am focusing, coming back to all of you. So when you're a child, you have to choose attachment to those primary grown-ups over your own authentic expression at time. And and these things become habits. They become these patterns, these ways that we learn to navigate the world. Um, One important example of that is those of you who experienced some kind of trauma, whether it was emotional abuse, physical abuse, and whether it was like quite an extreme or a less extreme form of either of those things. When you experience trauma, you often learn that healthy boundaries don't work. And especially if you grew up in a household where, you know, trauma is a part of your experience in that household, you learn that being clearer with your words and saying no doesn't work. And so as adults, we sometimes have to unlearn these patterns and habits because maybe what was true when you were growing up in the household you were growing up in, 
maybe that paradigm doesn't fit being an adult, having more choice, more access to resources. As adults, we don't have unlimited access, but we definitely have more agency than when you're a child. When you're a child, you can't move out. You can't, you know, support your parents or your caregivers to do the healing work they need to do in order to be present for you. You have to cope with whatever the situation is at home. And so one of the things I've been talking a lot with my clients about is this inner child part. And the inner child part is often scared. She, he, or they, they're often trying to protect you. And they often don't understand the context of your current reality. They're often stuck in a past context. So an example of that I can share from my own life is that my inner child is always looking for danger. She's always looking for the other shoe to drop. She's always focused on the worst case scenario. And so if something small goes wrong, for example, in my business, she's like, it's the beginning of the end. The whole business is about to crumble and this is one small thing and it's gonna lead to cascading effect. So as a child, there were times when I had to be, you know, really present to what was going on around me and watching the facial expressions of the grown-ups around me to see, you know, what was going to happen and to be really attentive to take care of myself and to protect myself. And she's taking that skill set and trying to apply it to my life as an adult. And that skill set doesn't always match. For me, reading the slight shift in someone's facial expression, I mean, sometimes that is helpful for me in my sessions with clients that I notice, I can notice a small change in emotion, so it can be helpful there. But she'll also look for small, tiny changes in my business, and then she'll think that we have to, like, I have to protect myself there. And in my clients' lives, sometimes their inner children are trying to stop them from putting themselves out there. They're trying to stop them at times from uh, doing creative work. They're saying it's not safe. You don't have time for creativity and fun and joy. You have to just focus on work and be serious. They are at times telling them they should just quit their goal and hide and run away from this process that we're doing. And so here's the good news about all of this. What's good, the good news here is that you 
don't have to change your inner child. Your inner child is great. They, the, the child gets to have whatever emotion they're having. If your inner child is panicked, that's okay. The healing comes from you as the adult or you as the intuitive part of yourself, the wise part of yourself, or even your higher self, not believing the inner child completely. So to go back to my example, when my inner child says like, everything's going wrong and you should just quit and get a regular job because there is this, you know, whatever small issue that she sees and she's like, it's not safe. My inner child's mantra really is like, it's not safe. So if I believe her, it's, it's going to have a negative impact on me. I'm going to make some decisions I'm not happy about. So the work for me is to let her be wherever she is. Let her be terrified. Let her tell me all my ideas are garbage. Let her tell me I'm bad at what I do. You know, my inner child is trying to protect me, but sometimes she's mean in the way that she tries to change my mind and change my actions. She's this, you know, terrified person or energy within me that's trying to trying to do whatever it takes to keep me safe but she just doesn't understand the context anymore she thinks things have to be hard and that I have to do everything by myself she thinks all these things that aren't helpful for where I am now so my work isn't to change her mind it's not to argue with her and <laughs> explain everything I've explained to you on this, you know, live video or podcast, depending on where you're listening to this. It's not um, her job to, to be the adult. It's my job to be the adult. She can be terrified. It's my job to not get swept up in it, to not believe her to the point that I change the decisions that I'm making and to love her and to know she went through a lot and she needs love and care and attention and to know that she can be scared for as long as she needs to be scared. So another example of this, another way to explain what I'm saying, and this I actually got from, um, I learned this from Vicki Louise, who's an anxiety coach and is amazing. Or a time, she, she has a program called Time Hackers. Anyways, um, she talked about the anxiety or the anxious inner child as this guard dog as this dog that starts barking even when it's the male person. The male person's coming down the walk and the guard dog is like 
barking. And the way she explains it is you don't, it's a guard dog. The dog is supposed to bark. We don't have to train it not to bark. It's supposed to bark. It's the same with the fight or flight system in our nervous system. We want to have a fight or flight response. If we're out uh, you know, on a camping trip and we encounter a bear, you want to go into that like very focused tunnel vision. What's the path to safety? How do we get to safety? Like you want all of that. And so there's no problem that the dog is barking. And you, as the owner of the dog, you want to glance out the window, notice it's the mailman, and not get caught up in it. You want to be able to see that, okay, thing, you know, check in. Is, is there actually imminent danger? Is the dog barking because there is a threat? Oh, it's the mail person. No problem. I'm going to keep doing my art or I'm going to keep building my business or I'm going to keep, um, you know, doing the healthy eating protocol I'm doing. There, when you, the deeper, wiser part of you can see that you're safe, you're safe. And the dog can bark as much as the dog wants to, just the way my inner child can scream at me as much as she wants to, and I'm just going to love her and know that she's scared and that she doesn't understand this new paradigm. So, the, the, there's this, a really deep healing process that can happen when you start to take your intuition and your inner child and you start to pull them apart. When your intuition and your inner child are tangled up together and you don't know who's who, it can be very painful and confusing. And your inner child is likely the part of you that's saying, don't go for your dreams. Don't put yourself out there. It's not safe. You know, if you have some vision, some creative vision that you want to put out into the world or some art, or maybe you feel like you're a healer of some kind and you want to put that out into the world, your inner child's likely the part of you that's saying it's not safe, it's not logical, maybe in two years. <laughs> and so the first step is awareness. So as you listen to this, I want you to think about your life and where might this be showing up for you? Where might you be holding yourself back from going for your dreams? Maybe it's dating. Maybe you want to be on a dating app, but you're not putting yourself out there. 
Maybe it is in your creativity. Maybe it is in your career. You aren't willing to ask for the promotion or the raise. So start to notice. And just, you don't have to immediately change everything, but I want you to notice when is it a younger, maybe a part of you that went through some hard things and when is it your intuition and you're not going to do any of this perfectly. None of us do. One way, one of the ways I love to work with intuition and that I learned while I was living at Yashodra Ashram is that with intuition, it's a process of trial and error. You think, okay, I think my intuition is telling me to call this person and you do it and you see how it goes. And depending on how that phone call goes, you can identify, okay, that was not my intuition <laughs> or like, no, that was the right next thing. And so you study your intuition as a scientist. You, you take notes, you, you say, okay, I have this feeling in my belly that felt kind of like the excitement when I'm at the top of, a, of a, the bunny hill at the ski hill, <laughs> where I, I know it's going to be kind of difficult for me because I'm not a great skier, but it's going to be super fun. And so that's what my intuition feels like. And all of us are a little bit different what your intuition will feel like. So it's important that you take notes and you do trial and error. And that's how you, you start to build this awareness of when is it your inner child or your trauma brain or your... Um, guard dog, your inner guard dog. When is it your intuition, higher self, deep, wise part of you? So I really encourage you to journal about this. It's great to listen to this podcast and absorb all the awareness from it. And if you really apply it to your own life, that's when you're going to have the most significant changes. So I really invite you to do some journaling to go into this. And if this is something you feel like, if you feel like your inner child is the thing that's really holding you back from your dreams right now and you want some support with that, this is the exact work I do with clients. I'd absolutely love to meet you and hear about your dreams and hear about, you know, what are the obstacles? What's in the way? Why haven't you been able to manifest your dreams yet? And to explore whether you and I working together is going to be the support that's going to really get you the next, you know, level, the next stage of having your dreams be fulfilled. So 
yeah, if you are interested, if you are curious about whether um, the kind of work I do with clients can support you, feel free to email me at Bryn at BrynBamber.com. I'll put that in the show notes. Or, you know, send me a message on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, wherever we're connected. And we can set up a time to chat and chat about your dreams and chat about what could be in the way and what's going to help you work with those challenges. And even like (laughs) in the case of the inner child, learn to love the part of you that's in the way and also to not let that part rule your life. So do the journaling. Even if it's just five or 10 minutes, doesn't have to be three hours, just do some journaling about where this is showing up in your life. And if you want to go deeper, you want to take it to the next step, send me an email. Okay, thank you for showing up for yourself today, listening to this, and showing up to make the world a better place by doing your own healing. This is so important. This is exactly what the world needs at this time. And I'm so glad you're here. Okay, take the best possible care and I will talk to you in a few weeks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening.